Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Social Rec Podcast. I know it's been a while since we last spoke. Our last episode was about Steve Nash becoming the coach of the Brooklyn Nets. And although it's been some time since that last major headline popped up, we've also had some other coaching positions open up. So the Clippers, unfortunately, let go Doc River, let go of Doc Rivers, and the Houston Rockets did not come to agreements on another contract opportunity for Mike D'Antoni. And so what I kind of was thinking about this was that maybe the two can kind of just switch positions. Mike D'Antoni can go be the coach of the Clippers. Doc Rivers could be the new coach of the Houston Rockets. And we can definitely see where that goes. But besides that, besides that, uh, my episode today was going to focus on basketball signature athletes. Now, I kind of had to do some digging around and some research on this topic because as I started going around through it, I realized there's been a lot of signature athletes that have come and gone, you know, since the late, since the great Michael Jordan. Um, Jordan brand expanding, Nike expanding, Adidas having a number of, of, of athletes, Puma doing their thing, um, Reebok, and then just a whole slew of different Chinese brands that have come out over the last few years as well. So this episode is really going to focus on signature athletes, maybe the last 10, 15 years, and how the new faces of the NBA are taking over those um, those new those new reigns. So I wanted to start first with the the well, it was ideally three, but it's really four um, big brands. Nike, Jordan, and although Jordan is part of Nike, it's kind of branched, it's really branched off into, uh, onto its own, creating its own brand and creating its own signature athletes, Adidas, and the underdog, Under Armour, which is doing some great things as well. We'll talk about some of the other brands that have their athletes as well, but I think for the most part, these are the big brands that have really um, reached out um, throughout the NBA and even some other sports as well, but we're really going to focus on the NBA. So what I wanted to start with first was Nike, right? I'm a big Nike head. I love Nike. Um, I can do a lot of research on them. And I really wanted to start with them because if you look at the past, you know, 10, 15 years with them, their main signature athletes were Kobe Bryant, may he rest in peace, LeBron James, and Kevin Durant. Although Kevin Durant is, you know, he hasn't been in the game as long as those two have or were, you can tell that he's he was he's been the face um, after he was the, the most recent face after after LeBron James. And so now that, you know, especially when Kobe retired and now that he's passed away, LeBron is uh, what is he in season 18 now? Katie is somewhere around 11, 12. Eventually, the torch is going to have to be passed on. Now you can go back further with with other athletes and stuff like that. And while they do have um, athletes that, you know, are signed to the Nike brand, you don't have many athletes that get their own signature shoe. Kobe Bryant, you know, had the Kobe one through um, Kobe AD NXT. Once he retired, he was still having some shoes coming out there. LeBron is now at his own signature shoe, um, number 18. Kevin Durant, I believe, is at like 11 or 12, and it, it follows their own line. It's kind of like a branch of a tree where, you know, it's their product, it's their marketing, it's their, you know, merchandise, uh, theme products, all these uh, promotions, all kinds of stuff that comes along with them. And essentially, right, before Jordan, I don't, it was really hard for me to, to find somebody that kind of had their own 
um, long-lasting line. You know, you have some players in there that have a model here and there, Penny Hardaway, Charles Barkley, um, Vince Carter. But to see that these lines extend so long, um, you really start with Kobe, LeBron, and then work your way to KD. Now that, you know, again, Kobe is retired and honestly, and he's deceased. Um, again, may he rest in peace. LeBron's getting up there. Katie's getting up there. You had to, Nike had to go and find their next faces to carry the torch. And so we come to Kyrie Irving, who's now, I believe, in his sixth model of his own signature sneaker. Had some great shoes. Um, really debatable on what you like, what you don't like. But we've seen his line going uh, pretty strong. Next in line was Paul George. He's now, at, I believe, at his fourth model, his first one. I'm going to say it was personally my favorite and probably one of the best out of his entire line. Um, he's had some decent models since then. You know, players are wearing his shoe throughout the league, which is good. But ultimately, that that first um, that first signature shoe was really like the bee's knees of everything. And then we have newly um, new member of the Nike family as uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and he's come out he's come out into his signature shoe the second signature shoe, which is making some positive waves throughout the NBA. And it's going to be interesting to see where his, where his line continues to go. So those are kind of the new faces of Nike that are keeping the tradition going. All right, you have your other players that, you know, might get a PE or might get a colorway. Um, but these are these are the, the people, the, the members that will continue the tradition of Nike. So it's going to be interesting to see who's, who's going to get their signature shoe next. Um, as we move over to Jordan brand, right, there were a number of faces that I noticed <clears throat> over the last few years and how they kind of transitioned um, from their original brands to being a Jordan brand. And Jordan has a great history of, of a lot of a lot of player exclusive colorways, especially from faces like Ray Allen, uh, Mike Bibby, Michael Finley. Uh, Joe Johnson, Josh Howard, right? So a few, a few, a few names from from a, you know a great big bunch of Jordan brand um, players. But as I looked at players that actually got signature shoes since then, you know Ray Allen didn't really get a signature model. He got a lot of PEs. Mike Bibby didn't get a lot of signature models. He got a lot of PEs. Um, it really came down to Chris Paul and Carmelo Anthony. They've had, I mean, besides Jordan, they've had the longest running line of their own signature uh, signature sneaker with the Chris Paul and the Mellow. So I believe Mellow is kind of around, um, I'm not really too sure on the actual number because he hasn't gotten a shoe in the last couple of years. But he went for a good 10 plus models, I would assume, since he's been getting a shoe since kind of like his rookie season. Maybe, maybe a little bit less than 10, maybe about 10 or 11, I'm not too sure. Chris Paul, I believe, is at like 10, maybe 11 with Jordan because he was with Nike and then moved over into Jordan brand. And uh, now the most recent uprising is Russell Westbrook getting his uh, own Why Not signature line. And so what I really like about Ru uh, Russell Westbrook's shoe is that it just really embodies who he is as a player, physical, rough, athletic, um, but quick at the same time. And I feel like those shoes really encompass 
a lot of his style. Same with Chris Paul, quick, agile, great thinker. And then even with Carmelo, I never really, I was never really a big fan of a lot of his shoes, but I can see his flair and his style um, in them. As we move over into the next phase of Jordan with these players, you know, getting up there in age, Russ, Russ is kind of in the middle of his of his career, right? But as we look to replace Chris Paul and Carmelo for the future, I've seen that Jordan has signed Jason Tatum, who was, you know, one of the one of the, the sponsors, main spokesperson for the um, Nike Adapt BB, the self-lacing shoe. And we also have Luka Doncic, who was contemplating, you know, going staying with Nike, going with Jordan, going with a different brand. And so when he was a sneaker free agent, it was all kinds of, of heads going on all over the place. And so I was really shocked to see Luka sign with the Jordan brand, but hey, you know, he's a he's a great player, he's a European player, so imagine the marketing opportunities he can have with them. And then we see Zion Williamson sign with Jordan as well. So there you have it, you have your next three big fish to lead your brand, and you know, the oldest of them is Tatum, playing in his, uh, was this his third season or fourth season? Luca just finished his second, and Zion's wrapping up his, uh, his, um, his rookie season. So they're going to be in the league for at least another 10, 15 years, right? So that's, you know, yes, enough time to figure out uh, to run with them and then figure out who's going to be next in line to receive the keys to the kingdom. We're going to take a break real quick, but we'll be back right after this message. Welcome back, everybody. Let's get back to our topic on signature sneaker athletes. As we look at Adidas, I was really having trouble trying to figure out who were some of their faces um, in the last 10, 15 years. And as I really dug dug deep, um, there wasn't too many names. You know, uh, I remember back in like the early 2000s, maybe, you know, mid 2000s, Adidas was really running with this five-man kind of system. They had... Gilbert Arenas, who was very hot at the time, getting his semi-signature shoe. Um, he was lighting up the NBA, great shooter, clutch player. Then they went with Chauncey Billups, who was uh, a steady point guard, kind of hopped around the league for a while until he finally found his place in Detroit, won a championship, and Adidas ended up signing him to it. From there, they went with... Um, they still had, they were still running the reins. Tracy McGrady was still holding on to Adidas. He had a few, a few signature shoes at that point. Um, so still getting a signature in here and there, but he wasn't really with that group. Um, then it was Kevin Durant, not Kevin Durant, sorry, not Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett, my fault. Kevin Garnett, who had jumped around from Nike, a little bit of Jordan, and now was finding his place with Adidas, um, and Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was a, a good face for Adidas for a while, too, although he had jumped around from different brands, kind of ended his career in Adidas. So, right, that was like your, their Adidas squad. That was their starting five. Point guards, shooting guard, power forward, center, right? They had uh, a few championships in that, in that team. But then other than them, the next face to come along was Derrick Rose. And Derrick Rose, you know, started off great, had some good um, signature shoes at the, start of, at the start of his career, had the, uh, you know, the whole fancy um, Adidas speed wrap ankle braces that were pretty popular, had the whole um, um, Adidas 
underwear that he would wear under his jersey and shorts that was you know was getting a lot of popularity and while when derrick rose came in you also had the rise in popularity of dwight howard and people you know were jumping on that bandwagon says you know d rose was more of the speedster the athletic but you know the the cut through the people keeping your ankles secure and stuff like that and dwight howard was more of the powerhouse of the duo with still having you know gilbert arenas in the mix chauncey billups um kevin garnett tim duncan right but then you can see there was the, the focus moving over to derrick rose and dwight howard well derrick rose kind of falls off with his knee injury and several lagging injuries um you know in, Later on in his career, Dwight Howard kind of fell off with um, with Adidas after he left uh, Orlando, went to the Lakers, went to Atlanta, you know, went to Charlotte. So his line really fell off. It wasn't until James, uh, it wasn't until Adidas signed James Harden to a very lucrative deal that Adidas started picking up some more traction, picking up some more heat. And from James Harden, they went on to. Um, signed Damian Lillard, and now you see that they've signed Donovan Mitchell as well. And so their lines are going on fairly strongly. John Wall, surprisingly, and I completely forgot this, had a small stint with Adidas. But even before it was Adidas, um, he was with Reebok with his um, Reebok Zig Slash, pretty popular shoe um, around the early 2000s, but wasn't really picking up a lot of headway. So he moved over to Adidas, had a stint or two with sneakers, and then it's kind of, kind of hot. He's kind of hopped around, but with Adidas, it was Harden, or it's been Harden, going into his uh, fifth model. Um, Damian Litter going, Damian Litter going into his fourth or fifth, I believe. And then Donovan Mitchell going into his coming into a second model. So you see the transition. You know, although although Harden's a little bit older and Mitchell's a little bit younger, um, those three should help kind of lead the way for Adidas and their and their shoe line. Um, I've also have noticed that Trey Young hopefully gets his own signature shoe lately, his signature shoe sometime soon, because he's been carrying Adidas as well, being a, a face of the NBA, being a, a phenomenal shooter, a clutch shooter, and of course the whole comparison between him and Luka Doncic. So hopefully he gets his, his, uh, his own signature shoe sometime later on. In Under Armour, it's easy to say that Steph Curry is the face of Under Armour because he left Nike, took a chance with Under Armour, and people thought that he was going to fail, he wasn't going to be successful, but he's had a pretty good line with his uh, with his Steph Curry shoe. I bought in a couple of pairs. I, I, I like them. I've played ball in them. I find them to be amazing. But outside of Steph Curry in the NBA, you have a number of, you know, players that wear the shoe, but you don't have any more signature athletes. Until more recently, Joel Embiid, who's been with Under Armour for a while, just got his own signature sneaker. Mixed reactions on it. I like it. We'll see where it goes. But I think Under Armour needs to get some more athletes um, with their with their um, product to promote their message. But what I found surprising, what I forgot about with Under Armour, is that before Steph Curry, it was Kemba Walker, who had some odd signature, signature uh, odd Under Armour shoes, never his own signature model. You know, it was like this, okay, I feel like it was like this skiing, the skiing kind of shoe where it was very big, kind of bulky, but it was interesting. And then he had like, came out with the Atomics uh, Spawn models that were pretty cool. And I remember um, they had like their small group of players, 
all one of them had their own um, signature shoe where it was uh, on the cover of a kicks magazine it was grievous vasquez raymond felton um, Brandon Jennings, who I'll talk about here in a minute, and Campbell Walker. And they're all wearing this kind of superhero Under Armour shirt with their respective kicks. So Kimbo was with Under Armour for a while, and now he's jumped with ship with uh, with brand, with Jordan Brand. But going back to Brandon Jennings, before Kimbo Walker, Under Armour was led by Brandon Jennings. He was one of the really, really the one that pioneered um, Under Armour into the NBA because Under Armour before was mostly just football and training with, you know, the dry, the, the, the wicking, sweat wicking shirts, the underwear, the socks, the prototype model training shoes, right? And it wasn't until Brandon Jennings came into the NBA that Under Armour gave him his own signature shoe, you know, with the black ice, the white ice. And it was really, I, I loved it. I thought it was, it was classy, but still sophisticated and had that basketball um, eye-catching catch eye glimpse to it. Icy sole, strap, mesh, um, really durable. I almost bought me a pair, but I, I missed out on him. Um, and so, yeah, that was, you know, Brandon Jennings, you can say, has bared the torch for Under Armour and has gotten it to where it is today. And so hopefully Under Armour adds some more players to their to their basketball brand. Um as I looked deeper and deeper, you know, other brands have come and gone through the NBA and, and Chinese Asian brands are really sticking these days. So I looked into Anta, who's um, who has Clay Thompson, NBA champion, and has Gordon Hayward, right? And there's probably some other Anta players in there as well. But Anta, um, from what I've seen, really has some interesting shoes. You have And One that's making some faces here and there. You have the Tai Chi that was very popular. And then Montrez Harrell who's been a big um, anchor for And One and Reebok, bringing some of those shoes back in. Um, Converse is making some waves with Shea Gilgis Alexander, um, Draymond Green, and other players to bring those models in. And then you have Lee Ming with uh, Baron Davis, who brought it in, I believe. And now Dwayne Wade and CJ McCollum are helping to carry those two brands. Um, and then, of course, Kawhi Leonard is bringing New Balance into the fold with his own signature line. Right. So I know there's a lot of information kind of taken at this point, but just to see where different brands are going, um, where they started from, how they've progressed. I really feel like it's some interesting stuff. So hopefully I'm going to you know, I'm going to do some more digging in the future. And um, that's kind of really all I have for you today with the signature athletes and, and the brands and where their lines have gone. Really hope you enjoy this episode. Um, if you do, please go ahead and try to support. Um, social recs. I can do more episodes like this in the future and um, I'll catch you all next time.